right, folks, welcome back to a rather, ooh, scary episode of Mostly Ghostly. That's right, gather around the campfire, get your marshmallows and hot dogs ready, because we got uh, some creepy tales we're about to get into, we're about to have some haunting things. First off, Ray, how are you? I'm doing good, how about you? Doing pretty good, man, doing pretty good, always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Uh, we're joined by our lovely guest. You know, she is definitely, and this is not a first-time thing for her, ladies and gentlemen. Some people consider her like the third leg of the Mostly Ghostly unit. The one and only, Cynthia Whitney. How you doing? Hello. Spooky stuff going on. All the time. That's what I like then. <laughs> At the Ghostly. So you been good? Things been cool? Yeah, things have been great. Um, I've had a, a great 2023 uh, spooky season starting off. Um, I've gotten to hang out with the OPP, other people's paranormal group. Uh, we've hit a lot of great uh, locations for great uh, causes in some cases. Um, went over to the Emory Estate in Weymouth. We hit Hearts of Hall in Rockland. Um, and then back to the Emory Estate again. Um, the first time around, it was, uh, you know, a lot of groups from, um, all over New England. Um, even a member of TAPS popped in for a fundraiser for Christy Parrish. She's a events coordinator over at the Oliver House, um, in Middleborough, which is my next location. I can't wait to get over there. I've heard lots of great stuff and she's really active in the paranormal community. Um, and she, uh, had personal issue, um, and everyone came together, uh, for a fundraiser over at the Emory Estate in Weymouth, which is awesome. That is cool. Um, so all, we were sized, yeah. It's all taken care of. Nothing you, you can mention here, like a GoFundMe or anything like that that might help them. It's all over. With. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if there was a GoFundMe. I know, um, they, they reached out to all the, like, the team captains of the paranormal, um, you know, world, uh, in New England and a lot of people came out with 24 hour events. Uh, they were in and, uh, coming through, um, and everybody pitched in and, and did little ghost, uh, tours. And, and I, and I know that the proceeds got to her. Um, and like I said, like Sherry from, uh, Taps was there. So how cool is it that we're like next to ghost hunters, you know, and, uh, and experiencing stuff with them as well. Um, we thought like the first time around, um, there was a lot of activity in certain rooms and in certain rooms there were so many people going through that we we really didn't get to but luckily um the beginning of march we were able uh to go back and uh and hit those spots and pretty remarkable stuff happened I'm all for it well yeah yeah, yeah we got we put a uh, friend of the show uh Bonnie there that we've had on in the past was having had a GoFundMe page. It's on the it's on our Facebook page. She's a friend and guest of the show. So if anybody wants to help out, we're all about the uh, the support for good folks trying to help them out when you know things aren't looking too, you know, glorious. I guess I don't know. Yeah, right charity. Word. You know, charity is a beautiful thing. Faith, hope, and charity. I've always said charity. Char- with charity, you're buying peace of mind. You know what I mean. You're 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 paying to feel good about helping somebody out. Um, yeah. So like you are buying something. So for all the people out there that go, I give money and don't get anything. You're getting peace yeah. of mind. Relax. It's okay. So Bonnie, we send our love, 
And uh, let's talk about some of these haunted places. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous, even though I shouldn't be, because I was invited like a like a dang fool. I was unable to. Well, I was, you know, me and Ray been, you know, we each got yachts, you know, from last season of mostly <laughs> ghostly. So we like to spend a lot of our time on the water. You know what I mean? In all all different atmospheres, it's beautiful. But uh, the first one, the Emery, I think we'll, we'll kick into the Emery deal. You approach. Yeah. Yeah. Paint us a picture. Yeah. The, the Emory estate is really cool. Uh, a fun little fact about that property is um, it's a replica of Mount Vernon. Okay. You know, good old home of, you know, George, George oh. Washington, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah. And well, the, the, I, the, the people that built it, the Emory's, um, huge. It was like 1903, I think the building was built. Um, huge George Washington fans. And so they replicated it uh, in good old Weymouth, Massachusetts. And luckily, there are people out there that want to preserve these places. Um, I think it was like $1.3 million preservation. Um, the house was just abandoned. And, uh, and, and uh, it, uh, the gentleman's name is Rick. You know, they, they went in and, uh, and her name is Christy. I haven't met her yet. I'm really looking forward to it, uh, because, um, I've heard only great things about her and, um, the impact that she's had on the paranormal, uh, community in our area. Yeah. Um, in regards to preserving, um, you know, these really awesome, uh, special sites. Um, also Warner Preservation, um, is another, uh, great, uh, society out there that, uh, going in, 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 uh, preserving, um, you know, these, these great locations like Hearts of Hall that we were at. Um, 120, and, and they pre- years, 120 years this year. 120. Oh gosh. Yeah. I did the math I mean, on that. I did the math on that. They, they had just like abandoned the place. And, and one of the coolest things is like when they went in and they preserved it, like there was still soda from, uh, I think it was like the Scorpion Soda Company. It was in really? Boston. Yeah. And like they have the sodas in there and, and, um, and it, it, it's really cool. No, no, I, I didn't nice. take one. Um, I wasn't messing with anything in that house. Um, there was like padlocks on certain doors in the closets and like, why? Why do we have padlocks on that keep, closet keep door? To keep um, out, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I was there with the OPP crew, uh, which yeah. are going to be upcoming guests on, uh, yeah. I believe this here show. I think, uh, uh Shannon. Next episode, yeah. Yeah. Shannon and Lori, uh, they have a great, uh, a great gig going. I met them last year, uh, in the basement of the Lizzie Borden house in Far River. What a great, and great place have- for paranormal folks to meet. And such a, a paranormal yeah. hotspot like that, you know what I mean? It's a monumental. Yeah, and for the lovers, for the lovers out there, you can uh, rent the room in the basement. Uh, it looks charming and cozy. The, you, can, uh... you can actually tell people Lizzie Borden introduced you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My girl Lizzie and her, her dad and Uncle John. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. So. Uh, Met them there, and uh, we had great experiences. They formed a team, other people's paranormal. Uh, and the, our, the next stop for us was the SK Pierce Mansion, uh, which um, I, for me, it was personal, um, you know, uh, clairvoyance things. I was uh, being able to see uh, uh, in room number nine, I could see uh, when I was meditating, closing my eyes, like a, uh, a tunnel under the building which was confirmed by the caretaker there that there was. And so, um, and I was having experiences where I felt a heart attack 
Um, and, and so lots of great things there. And then I got to join that group on the USS Salem okay. uh, and Quincy Worship. Awesome great stuff there too. Yeah. They're just, they're just really great. And, uh, they have great equipment. Uh, she's got lots of great toys to, to pick up like state of the art equipment, uh, to pick up the entities and communicate with them. And, um, and it, it's been really great just experiencing, uh, these moments with them, uh, because they're just a hot crew and they're hysterical and they're funny, but they are professionals. Uh, and, and, and they get a lot of great evidence. Um, so we, we went, yeah, I, I, I'm super excited for you guys to, uh, to have, have them on the show. Hot shit. Like how it. did you, how did you enjoy the Salem? So, um, you know, I went, I had been on a couple different, uh, 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 ghost hunts up to that point. And so I, I felt like there's a little bit of repertoire with the spirits that I had met, met thus far or experienced thus far. But when I went on to the USS Salem, I have to tell you, um, they were gentlemen. <laughs> and, and they were, there was like, you could just sense that they were military and there was so much respect, at, like just vibes coming off of these entities. Does that make sense? And, and, um, and I asked nicely, uh, for uh, the internet to work. There's no internet on the ship. And I had promised, uh, our viewers. Um, I would go live. <laughs> I wasn't able to, but um, eleven o'clock, we we asked for it, and a miracle happened, and it did. It did happen, um, and it, so uh, anybody that can get out to the USS Salem, I think the first week of April, they're having a um, a spirit, uh, a ghost, uh, open to the public ghost hunt over there. You should definitely check out the USS Salem and Quincy, Mass. Um, the, the, the ship itself is just a time capsule and, and, and everyone needs to experience it. As yeah. far as the ghost goes, they were gentlemen. Um, and we had some great moments. Uh, there's a, a, a lady doctor table in there and the boat was used for, um, an earthquake in, in 1945. It went into Greece for an earthquake. So lots of babies were born on that ship. It wasn't really used hmm. for war. And it's really the cool. Uh, we had the ghost. Yeah. yeah, we well, we had the ghost box going, and I laid on the on the table, and the ghost box it would it said, um, you know, breathe, hold it, push. Oh. So yeah, so we had some great moments. Uh, I climbed all the way to the top, so I definitely I definitely recommend the uh, the USS Salem and Quincy, and uh, and definitely traveling with the OPP crew too because they're they're hot stuff. You know me. You down with OPP? The hip hop fans or? <laughs> Hope so. Uh, Ray, I think you did. You shoot a movie on SS Salem once, or no? I know there's a movie shot locally there. I, f- I felt like you might have been a part of it for some reason. I, I was a part of it. Yes, and I ended up spending about oh, I don't know, about eight hours on that ship. A lot of it at night. Yeah, catch any vibes? Well, all I know is they were happy with my portrayal. Because I portrayed one of the dead sailors as a ghost. Yes. <laughs> and and they were happy with the way I did it. <laughs> well, that's nice. I wonder if they were unhappy with how anybody else did it. I don't know, but I got nothing but good vibes when I was done. Yeah. They were unhappy that they the, with the producers for bringing people into their home. That's it. But they're happy with everybody else. But it was it was a fun place. There is a lot of activity on that thing. I mean, at the time, I just had a camera clicking away, and my wife was there also. And there are orbs and strange everything all over the place. So after a while, we just kind of stopped, took it in, enjoyed it. 
and then I did my scenes. Do you know? Do you know like the the like the overall history of the haunt, or is it just you know a lot of soldiers died, you know, through doing soldiery things? I don't know. I think it has something to do with the engagements they were in and the ones died on it. I don't know a lot of details. Interesting. Hey, I support. I support. That's Quincy. Yep. Quincy Mass. Yep. It's a pretty big ship too, right? How long did it take for you to cruise through it, to walk through it, take the tour? Uh, we did. It was. It started at six thirty and it ended at one a.m. And it was nonstop. Nonstop. Wow. Yeah, we take. You got to bring snacks. Get a snack break. And uh, but usually the locations that we're hitting are pretty massive. Uh, the Emory Estate is huge. Um, and then like not just that you're dealing with. Uh, like four levels to the building if you count like the crow's peak there um there's like a carriage house and in the back is this wild tree that has surrounded in a circle rock and i'm like oh my gosh this is like what's going on in this circle around the tree yeah. um people carve in their um their initials in it and uh, so i wanted to that oh, a whole lot of bad. So I was like, you know something? I'm going to go in the circle and I'm going to pray for these people. Like, let's go in and, and just use some prayer. And I have a book, uh, Spiritual Warfare, that the great Ray Booten blessed me with. And uh, yep. I take it everywhere I go because we're going to need it. <laughs> One of these days, Ray's going to publish his, the, the Spiritual Warfare book for everybody out there to pick up. But uh, right now we have the VIPs with the VIP folk. Oh yeah. So the mm-hmm. set, the, did you have any highlights of being on the SS Salem there? Any highlights of like, you don't got to tell, you know, I'm sure they have their little spots where they go and say this happened here or things are seen here. You don't got to give any of that stuff away because they're trying to make some money, of course. But any, for you personal highlights of that, that <laughs> outing? Yeah. For, for me that night, um, there was one moment where I, there's like a boiler in the front of the ship, like a boiler room, and they don't let you all the way in there. It just stops. And there was a like a like a cubby in the bottom. And for me, um, being a newbie to this, you know, even though it's been a couple years, I'm still I consider myself a newbie because there's just so much to experience and know. Um, but I felt something circling my legs. And how, how's this? And I I don't know how I know. Maybe Ray can tell me how I know, but. Mm. I knew that what was circling my legs had never been alive, had never been alive here. Um, but I felt its presence and I felt it's wanting to be here. So I don't know what it was. Um, it was something I, I, I'm, I'm not, I was trying to remember if I, I meant to ask him when I saw him at Hot Stuff Hall, um, because that was a, a pretty profound moment for me. Um, it, and I didn't want to freak everybody out and be like, that's a demon. Cause I wasn't really sure what it was. Mm. Um, but I know, um, just that it was not like a dog or, cause I've, I've dealt with, um, you know, spirit dogs and cat, cat ghosts, um, and things that were definitely, I, I, you know, animal spirits stay too. Um, but this was not, um, an animal. This was definitely an entity and I couldn't even like categorize it into like, you know, what kind of figure it was, um, just known that it never had been alive. So, mm. It would have to be almost a uh, creepy vibe, like a little, like a little demon, or uh, would would, a, would an angel do something like that too, Ray? What's your take on that? Well, what you're going to find with experience is that um, there is what I call, for lack of a better word, a residue. 
or a it's your, it's your, it's yeah. I'll, I'll stick with residue. I can't That's think a of a better one. word. But from if you're communicating with a spirit that has been alive, that has been in human form, yeah, and you can tell that they've walked as a human before. There's something about them that makes it easy. If not, you can immediately tell. Whoa, that was never human, or that was never alive. There's a whole different vibration, a whole different energy to it. The more you encounter, the more you practice, the easier it is to be able to distinguish uh, what did, what once lived and what didn't, and also whether it is good or bad and where it comes from. Because it's not necessarily bad, depending upon where you are. It could be an elemental. Um, it could be something from another dimension. It doesn't have to always be dem- demonic. The nasty stuff does show up. Weird question. What about being like a, um, maybe like a spirit of like a fish or something? That, what do you, what do you think? Animals, you can usually tell. Okay. I know she said she felt dogs and cats before, but I feel like a fish would have a different vibe to it. But it would be, it would be a different vibe, but you can tell it had lived on a, it had that earth connection to it. Oh, you've been alive. And you've been alive here. Oh, you're a fish? Cool. Just a limpet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big boy. Um, so you, you think it's a, like a, a did you have a, a final conclusion of what you think it might have been, Ray? Uh, without having been there and felt it, uh, no, I would probably say since there were no ill effects, uh, either feeling bad, no scars, nothing seemed to attach. It didn't carry anything. And as far as you know, nothing was negative on anybody else. No, uh, I would say it is probably not, not demonic. It's one of the other categories. It's interesting. I wonder how that got trapped on there. You know what I mean? Are you talking about an energy vortex? It mm. just got sucked, sucked into that spot. And that's how, that's where it is. You know, when I was thinking about those the, the 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 soldiers on the ship that died, I got to go back to the water thing we talked about, the haunted water, dude. Oh wait a minute, this that. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Cynthia, this this was the ship. Yes, it was the ship. This happened on the ship. It was around your ankles. Around my ankles. Was it anywhere? Anywhere near? What did they call it on a ship? I don't know what they call it on a, on a ship, uh, but I would say the, ho- the hospital. Um, so actually, funny that you said it. So you do have to pass the hospital. And it, actually, there's a video on my Instagram of me poking my camera in the uh, the uh, infirmary uh, before I got to the spot. But uh, you pass the infirmary, and then you pass where, like, uh, they, they ate. And it, it was towards the front of the ship where... Like I said, they stop the people from going into where the, I think it's the boiler of the ship. I think where it's the engine of the ship. And was so a, I was. Were you near a storage area where they might store things? Well, yeah. It, so right behind. So I was. So there's like this piece of plastic glass or plexiglass that keeps you away from the boiler. And but I'm standing with my back to the wall, but behind it was like a. Um, like a like a a cubby or a, like a little a little closet but low to the ground 
um, that had like a, like a, like a metal, like it looked like almost like a fencing or a screen, but not like a, a thin screen, but like a thick screen, thick wire screen. Does that make sense? Um, over it. And then uh, clearly it had like a little lock on it for, you know, what was in there. So there was like a little cubby and I knew that's where it was coming out of, but it was circling my legs. Um, in a clockward motion and that made me feel comfortable with things when clocks are going forward. It makes me much better, uh, that when I see clocks going backwards. Um, and, and I, and I was never scared and I, and I, and I, it was, you know, kind of like, I don't know what this is, uh, but this was never alive. Um, it definitely, um, knew that I knew about it, um, because it was going around my legs. Um, and, and it took a minute for me to get away, like walk away from it because it was such a, a profound moment for me because I was, like, wow, this is something like I've never felt before. Um, uh, that, that was almost toying with me a little bit. Um, you know, but like I said, it was never hard feelings. I didn't get hurt. I didn't have any ringing in my ears. Um, it was just there to let me know it was there. And it was, like I said, going in a circular motion. Hmm. So there, there was, there's, there wasn't any sort of a lodger or besides the boiler room, was there a room there? Were you near a room? Well, you- you're in a room, yes. You're in, you're, you're in a, you're like in a room. Like the boat, the boat is like open all the way down and then there's chutes that go up and down to take you to the different levels. You have to like step over to get to different sections, but, um, it was like, it, it's a, it is a room that is, no. it precedes the, the boiler. Okay. Now it was a room. Do you know what it was you? I'll be lying. No, so I, everything just broke up. I, <laughs> I think I got a feeling where Ray's going. But we got, you, well, it, I didn't you know, hear what he said because it, it didn't want me to, I don't think. <laughs> Everything's been loud and clear until. Um, when that ship was on active duty, do you know what that room was used for? I uh, I do not. I do not know. I think I do. What's your guess? The morgue. That's where they kept <laughs> That's why it's near the medical field, near near the medical office. Uh-huh. All the right, med- right, all right, all right. Okay, now, the, me- the, the Mediterranean trip, it kind of was a support for a hospital sort of trip, helping people, et cetera. Yes, uh, there was an the earthquake in 1945, yeah. Were there births on the ship? There was birth, yeah. And also at least one child that was stillborn and didn't make it. Yeah. And that's who was playing with you. And, and there might have been, uh, more than one because, uh, the, one, the, the, the gentleman that was there had said, you know, um, the, the ship wasn't made or designed for, you know, giving birth to babies. Um, so they, they weren't really greatly medically equipped to handle what they, they were facing when they got there. So I'm sure it was more than one, um, uh, that, that were, were lost. I'm sure many babies were lost, but you think, it, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, they never made it. They never yeah, made, they it, never made it, but they were, oh, oh my gosh. I got it. Oh, wow. Oh wow, you just blew my mind. That's so awesome. I could I could totally feel that, definitely. They like they had never been here before. Oh wow, that's great. I'm with it. Sure. That's amazing. 
you what what it you know if it was in the belly you don't consider now we're getting political but you don't consider that living <laughs> it it is living but it's yeah. not separate from the mother in the world that's true right. I'm with that's amazing. That the, makes the, sense. The, the physical part of it is still attached and part of the mother like an, as an appendage too so to speak but even though it is enclosed in the in the belly and the essence of the spirit is there, but it hasn't been born into the world and it's not fully awake yet. And yeah. the trauma of the death, it became trapped in a, trapped in a ship. And that's where those that didn't make it are now, uh, they see it as playing more than anything else. And if they like you, they play with you. That is incredible. Totally blow my mind right now. I've, I've thought about it a lot. Like, what was that? What was that experience? It's hard for me to talk to uh, about about it to people because they think I'm get the white coat, get it, get it, <laughs> get it, yeah. size door, you know. No. Uh, but I, I definitely um, have had some great moments. Uh, when we went to uh, the Emory House, I mm-hmm. actually this was the first time. I don't know how Ray's going to feel about this, but oh. that was the first time I invited them to use me as a vessel. Oh. Ooh, here we go. Like, like <laughs> worst thing that could happen is I'll just call Ray on the right hand. <laughs> like, I got my bones away, you know. So, so yeah. So I started the night with like kind of like a, a, you know, I'm here and this is what I'm here for. And um, we went upstairs to the room that originally the first time around at the Emory House. We had a lot of great activity in, and I sat in the floor. Um, Right where um, we had, uh, you know, uh, there's a, a video, uh, uh, I think LSS, LSS meter, where I reach my hand out and I am feeling a cold spot. Like I feel the cold spot. And then on their end, they see the figure like touching my hand. So I have to like, right when we go back to Emory, I go right to the spot and I sit down. And I have to tell you, my stomach oh, started hurting so bad like it was like someone was grinding inside my stomach it was so bad but I'm thinking to myself like is it gas am I getting sick like what is going on and so I wasn't saying anything and and then like my eyes are like watering and I'm like this is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life I don't even understand what's going on I thought I was gonna have to leave the ghost hunt I'm like man I'm waiting to come here and here I am and I'm sick and I'm ill and, the, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by OPP, and obviously, like, they're seeing that I'm clearly not feeling well. Um, and then finally, you know, Rick, the caretaker, comes up, and he's like, you know, what's going on? I'm like, look at my stomach is just like, I'm like, I feel like, it, I, I don't even know, like, my, my insides were turned outside. And then he shared with me that Mrs. Emery, Elizabeth Emery, um, she died of lead poisoning. And that eats your stomach uh, from the inside out, and and so I it, that little piece of information kind of was like, oh man, <laughs> you know. And then I acknowledged it, and I was like, oh, wow, what a horrible death, and what a horrible way to die, and it hurts, and I'm so sorry you had to die like this, and just like that, it was over. Sometimes that's all it takes. Ray, you feeling that pain over there? I see you're in the you're in it. I can see you. You feeling something? Well, no, it's not the pain. And typically, what what happens? Um, 
when you develop your abilities, sometimes if you're talking with somebody mentally and they're in spirit and you ask them how, how they died, uh, t- typically, and with enough training, anybody can do it. But what, what I do is that I'll ask them, and let's say I get a, oh, suddenly I feel a lot of pressure on my chest and I have trouble breathing. And then my, my head, I'll go, thank you. And it stops. And then I just pass the message on to, oh, yeah, they had a problem with their heart and he couldn't breathe. Now, it's, I'll accept the symptom for a moment, <laughs> thank them, then relate, relate the information. And they, she was doing that with you. I do have one question. You, now, without giving information back, you said you went to a spot. Did you sit down? I did. Uh, wooden chair? Wooden floor? Was there a wooden, chair? Wooden floor, ready? Wooden floor inside a wooden bed frame, but there was no mattresses. So just the wood frame was on the floor that I was sitting in. Sounds witchy. Okay, <laughs> some part some part of that frame. Probably just all bunching. Some part of that frame would have had kind of like an arch with some pieces in between. Sure, yes. Okay, that that I thought that was the back of the chair, it's the part of the frame. Okay, I was just zeroing in where you were sitting. Back there. And uh She had, did she have kind of light colored hair? Do you know? Um, I have a picture of her and I'll share it with you. Um, I, so I didn't see, uh, I, I didn't, there was pictures of the family out. Um, I only saw pictures of her in her older age. Um, they, it, that was a, uh, another question that I had for you. So I'm glad that we kind of looped this back in, but she, she, so the pictures that I saw of her, she was an old lady or older woman. And so she had all gray hair and it was short. Um, but what I thought was fascinating and when I was there and I was like, gosh, I got to ask Ray about this is I, cause I, I find it fascinating that here are two people, the Emery's and here I'm in an estate, which was used to uh, teach Christianity. They were heavy Christians. Um, and so in the cellar, there are um, wooden school tables, you know, that and, and prayers, uh, the Lord's prayer at the front. And, and we would say the Lord's prayer. And there were times that they, uh, the Emory spirits were coming through and, um, and they were happy that we were praying. There's no doubt about it. But then I, it, what bothered, what, what boggles my mind is like we set up, um, the, uh, the ramp pod and I also posted on the site, you'll, you can hear it. Um, the gentleman says, are you in the closet? And if you listen really close, you hear a woman's voice say, motherfucker. Ooh. So I, I just, it, 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 it's like, if, it, it, I don't know if like that's another entity coming through with the negativity, um, and the evilness. Cause that's obviously, you know, I don't see this nice old lady Christian woman who taught Christianity, um, who kind of like, um, has, been so kind throughout the whole growth time, you know, with, with, with how she's come through and sharing her experiences to start with like the negative, um, you know, they, they, that, that's what they, I, they see what I've experienced them doing is like the, the, the exploratives and the swearing and the evilness start, starts coming through. And I, I was just wondering what, you know, um, is that them or is that another, is that evil? I don't, I don't know what that is. That can be another, uh, territorial spirit. Yeah, someone isn't necessarily evil. Sometimes when you go into a place and 
This can happen over the long run if they're inviting people in repeatedly for guests as guests to ghost hunt. Is there are some spirits that it's kind of like they want to be left alone. Mm. And they may give you a message like get out or okay. what, you, what you got there or something because they are just tired. I mean, they, they haven't even crossed over and everybody's coming in and some of them disrespecting them and they're being used as an attraction. And these were people with lives and they still are spirits. And a little respect goes a long way, but just like in life, they get fed up at times, like anybody would. And that's the type of response you get. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's why they don't show themselves. I think the TV crews, I think they go in there disrespectfully and uh, not believing, just getting paid to do a job. Very nice job. You know what I mean? And uh, why don't see things? That's a nice way to put that because I, I was wondering, you know, the OPP crew um, gets a lot of evidence. They do. They come out of these hot spots with a lot of, um, you know, uh, great evidence that the paranormal does exist. And, and they have great attitudes. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're very, very respectful to the ghosts. Um, and um, throughout, it seems like as the night goes on and um, as respectful, the respect stays consistent um, the more they come out and the, the spirit is more comfortable in, in, in showing itself to us. At the end of the Emory House, it was incredible. We had um, uh, Shannon, she has like a cover over her eyes, cover over her ears, um, and she's listening to the, the ghost box playing and Donna, another uh, great member, one of my favorites of the OPP uh, team over there. She's a great ghost hunter. Um, says, can you say the name of somebody in our group? Once we established, you know, the knocking and, and then, you know, us asking it to show itself by knocking or creating a noise and then it was doing it consistently. So we started taking the next step further and saying, can you say in them, uh, uh, the name, can you have Shannon say the name of a member of our group? And then she said, Cindy. So here I am, super excited. Yeah. Um, and then she said, it's been written for Cindy and turn around and see Boston. And of course, I turn around and there's this little window that I just completely overlooked while we were in this room. And I go look and it's the most beautiful view of Boston. Like the skyline was just absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, and uh, there's some really great ghosts there. <laughs> They're good folks. They're I awesome. Agree. They are the good ghosts. The people are people. They just happen to be dead, you know, just like anybody else you see in the street. If you're kind to them, the majority of the time, they'll be kind back. You go in there with the film crew, there'll be people that'll rush to it to see what the what the fuss is about. And there'll be people that'll not want to deal with it, just like in real life. You know what I mean? That's 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 how I look at it. Right. That, is that a good way to look at it? They're just people. Now they're dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, I mean, that's realistically <laughs> that's the gist of it, you know. You can't see them, but they're there. And they're people. You know. I'm cool with it, you know. Hard stuff. You got the hard stuff, baby. So you popped up. I know Ray joined you for the hard stuff visit, which is very cool. Kind of yeah, the hard stuff yeah, Rockland, yeah. Massachusetts, for anybody that wants to get down. 
Yeah, Warner Preservation, Warner Paranormal Preservation. Um, I, I believe the guy's name is Mike. He's really cool. Mike or Matt? I can't. I can't remember. Sorry. Um, that's a cool. But name, they, yeah. that's a cool. They yeah. they do they do a lot of great stuff. Um, there in, in regards to the the property, it's it's really cool. Um, the first level is uh a shooting range, like underneath the building. So it's really? like you you had a lot going on there. Yeah, it was like a, a firing range, and then you go up to the ballroom where the odd fellows meet, and then up <laughs> up to the up to the uh the attic uh where they keep their regalia. So it's just it's just a really cool spot. Um, uh, that you can't wait to uh to get you guys over there again. It's a shooting range currently. In the basement? Um, yeah, like it's there. Like you're you're stepping on twenty two shelves, <laughs> right, Ray? Yeah, it's it's not active now. Oh, okay. they, they don't. I don't think they use it. They don't use it now. But uh, yeah, they they still got some shell casings down there. I've seen the outs- outer building. It looks like a regular. You you would never even expect it to be haunted. So what's the kind of the layout of the inside? I know it has the, in the basement. It's got the shooting range, but the rest of it, the other two, it's a two other floors, right? Or is it three? Two floors plus an attic. Yeah. Well, that yep. main that main one we were in where the host was and everybody met. That that's kind of like a little function room. Like that's what yeah. I picture function hall type. Coalition room where you, where you where the kitchen meets the you know the kitchen meets their dining area is probably what that yep. was for. And then you go upstairs. It, it, the building itself was originally an Odd Fellows meeting group, and and I keep running into the Odd Fellows, which uh, is great because I've always been very interested. Uh, in that fraternity, because uh, I'm all, all, always interested in Freemasonry. Um, Great and then, name. of course, to have odd. So it's cool because that was Odd Fellows. Um, yeah, Odd Fellows Meeting House. But then when we went to Emory Estate, um, the caretaker there, he's an actual Odd Fellow. <laughs> like, I love yeah, that Odd so Fellow. Cool. I've never heard I that. I didn't know they still existed. It's Odd Future, right? Rap group, I think. You don't hear odd too much, but I love that odd fellows. That's cool. I've never even heard of that. I dig that. Um, and it's like that. That's so. What right now? What's it get used for? Just for these tours, or is is it double as something else during the day? Their hall is still there, like uh, like a clubhouse for. Um, it's it's not an active odd fellows. Um, it, I believe they're retired there, but all their old regalia is upstairs. Uh, mm. Ray and I got to see it. Um, they have like a coffin. I don't think it's a coffin for, but I want to Google shit. it later. Um, <laughs> they do a lot of theatrics um, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I, I do. There was a, a moment up there that it did uh, peak uh, on onto my SLS meter uh, for me and Ray for a moment there. It did pop up, um, the but. The, it, there's a the sacrifice in the it. coffin. Cindy, I don't know what they use the coffin for. You think it was sacrificed? If like, you peel it back, they, they keep the odd fellow folks. I can only speculate. I'm not even going to speculate. I don't want to get Yeah, I don't know. We, that's another, that's another episode. Speculation gets you in trouble, <laughs> I heard. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to find an odd fellow and bring him on because I got so many questions. <laughs> an odd fellow is a fellow of mine. That's all I got to say. So they brought you up into the attic and you got to see all their, uh, their dealing. Like, so you had a coffin up there. I'm guessing about weapons, flags. Yeah, like weapons, robes, like the stuff that they used to uh, conduct their meetings in their in their fraternity and their secret. Like behold your a pale podcast robes. We need to yeah, get yeah, behold. Oh, yeah, exactly. Appreciate that. 
Um, very cool. Yeah, I, you know, I've lived in Rockland uh, at some points in my life, and I, I didn't even know that place existed. You know what I mean? It's an old armory. We don't talk about our, our haunted lore that much. Like I said, the Bridgewater Triangle, I've always been a big spooky, uh, scary story, haunted tale type of guy, and I didn't even hear about the Bridgewater Triangle until I was like over 18, and it's in my neck of the woods. It was like one of those hush-hush, only a few people knew about it, and like they didn't tell people about it. It was a weird deal coming to that, but it's almost like this building was too because I never knew. Something like that was right. I live literally down the street from there as a teenage boy. You know, maybe my soul's in there too. You never know. It's right under your nose the whole time. That's where I like it. You know what I mean? Get a good sniff. So, Ray, when you were up in this place, I know you were in there too. And uh, would you, you get any vibes when you walk through the door of this place? Cindy, if you had a vibe, you can tell me too. But cruising into this place, first step, first, first, uh, First impression, what are we getting? First impression? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, you walk into a, a room and a bunch of kids scatter. Really? Yikes. Yeah, like, like you're, you're the mean teacher and the kids scatter. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in recess. You know, that teacher you don't like steps out there and all the kids like clear a path and move away. That's the feeling I got. And both using a, a device and also sensing uh several different rooms you kept on seeing things pop around corners or run away interesting and it, it's interesting what's that the sls uh yeah the picked SLS, it up in the SLS. Yeah. yeah picked it up on that and they just like uh uh-uh, here they come We're, i'm out of here oh you turn around quickly and in the doorway and what was they just ducks back around the corner and it That's was the sort of that was going on was it younger? Was it a younger presence? Do you, do you think it was kids, or do you think it was just you know, adults or teenagers? Or uh, no, I think I think I think it was adults. It was just man- that was just manifesting that way. It was the behavior of kids, is what I was saying. With the, oh, okay, uh, I feel you. The, the way they split, they split when an adult comes in. They don't like. I can. I find it very hard. They wouldn't like right the truth, but I guess it's possible. It, now would they have would they automatically be bad like a bad spirit if they got the bad vibe from you to take off or you think even like a harmless good spirit if you will would still see ray and be like Phew. well we were in the ballroom and i had my dousing rods yeah um and it had been i i thought slow for us um the OPP crew, we we, we split into teams um they will probably tell you that they had more activity um, but my Ray walked from what to my right to my left and my rods locked on him and followed him <laughs> right to the left side of the room, um, like a magnet. So, um, all eyes were on Ray. That's for sure. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be negative or positive. It's just that yeah. if the vi- their vibration and yours is off, mm. quite, quite a few will, will, shy away now that could be for any reasons it's an uncomfortable vibration for them mm. and doesn't mean they're necessarily bad just something that they are not used to the only other thing i can think of uh at least that makes sense to me is that if you have something in there that's a little mischievous and doesn't want to be called on it or caught it's going to try and hide 
And I'm not, I, I mean, yeah, that, that would apply to something evil as well. But I'm talking more of the mischievous one of the, the pranks or stuff that might scratch or do this, a little stuff like that. And, oh, uh, I'm going to, not him, and I'm going to wait till, and it could be anybody. could be you. It's kind of like, oh, nope, don't want to get caught. Pranksters never do. They don't want to get called out. Yeah. So they, they tend to avoid you. Huh. And as far as a mismatch in vibration, that happens in life too. You ever walk into a room, you meet somebody, and you just feel so bad about them that when it's over, you're glad and you avoid them? <laughs> I wish I avoided more people like that, yeah. But I know the well, vibe. Yep. The ghosts feel the vibe better mm-hmm. than we feel it. If there's something right there they don't like, it's kind of like, oh, no, not this one. And they have their own reasons for it. Right. And with that said, as soon as Ray walked out, the house popped off. <laughs> we got all sorts of activity. We started getting smells. We thought the place was on fire. It's just absolutely incredible. <laughs> the sheriff of ghost town. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like it. So Ray bounced off and they went popping. They were they were dancing all around the place. They were they were communicating regularly. I I can't wait for the OPP crew to share uh, their evidence with you because uh, they yeah. it it was it was to the point where we were doing the shave and a haircut um, knock and it was yeah. completing it on on cue and then we had the ram pods going and it was touching it on cue. We had um, the the kitty light up balls on cue, and the next thing you know, we're all looking at each other because the whole room smells like propane or some variation of propane, which I'm not 100% sure what it was, but it was some sort of accelerant to the point where we thought the place was uh, potentially on fire. Whale oil, I heard. Well, it wasn't like, you know, so I have lamps that have oil in them, you yeah. know, and I, and I know what propane smells like and I know what gas smells like. So I, I recognize that it was some sort of substance like that, but I, I'm saying whale because I don't, I just don't know what else would have that pungent smell to it. Bad news would, bad news would for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one of those tricky things, you know what I mean. But yeah, so Ray Booten leaves the party. The party really starts. That's kind of the opposite of real life. Because in real life, when Ray Booten gets there, it's when the party starts for sure. Woo-hoo. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, yeah, I, I unfortunately didn't make this one. Uh, it was a very, it was a sad ordeal. And I, I'll be at, I'll be at future ones. Now, do you have, you have footage of this? You said. Um, there is so much footage. Like I said, um, I can't wait for, uh, you know, Shannon, uh, and Lori to, to share, uh, all of their great moments, uh, that they've captured. Um, they're really going and packing, uh, into these tours, um, with like just incredible, uh, equipment and technology. And, uh, and they're coming out with it. But like I said, you know, um, not just, uh, the fancy equipment, just my regular old iPhone that I have. Um, picking up uh, incredible moments, um, you know, just the patience to go through it and look through everything, and um, and, and and meeting the different groups and the different uh, uh, people at that time, uh, definitely at the Emory House, left a lasting impression because I got to talk to other groups about, you know, um, how they feel about the equipment, particularly the apps on the phone, which I've always been a little bit suspect of, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, like I downloaded the Ouija board app on my phone and it's always like, I'm lonely. I'm not going to kill you. You know, (laughs) like it's not, it's not, it's not, I have to be like, I don't know if this is really, um, really legit. Um, and so it comes down to sensors on the equipment. I was talking to a gentleman from another team and he's like, you know, the equipment that has the sensors, laptops are really good. Um, and in certain apps, I definitely downloaded the Phantasma app. Uh, that definitely is great. Um, you know, Spirit Box, uh, which is radio frequencies now kind of transforming into Blu-ray, which sounds creepier, but it's more clear. I think it's clearer. Um, so the, te- the technology and, and, and seeing what other teams ha- out, have out there has been really, really thrilling. Definitely a supportive community. We've said that before with, you know, the <clears throat> we're all kind of been, all of us have kind of been a, in handfuls of community throughout our days of different, you know, creative or whatever deals. And, you know, the paranormal community is definitely, uh, they, they, they seem pretty cool with, uh, supportive and stuff like that, which is nice. They're always like either going out doing collaborative investigations or, you know, propping up the other one, which is nice. You know what I mean? It's always a good deal. Yeah. And they're going out and they're saving these properties, which probably would be torn down and lost. Um, or, you know, sold and, and turned into condos or, or whatever they're doing and stuff. And, 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 uh, they work on a volunteer basis. Mm. Um, and so for people that have, uh, put so much, uh, into, uh, for, taken from their own lives and put into preserving these places so that we can go there and have these moments to show that there is something that's going on after we, we pass it, you know, um, there are those still here with us, or maybe everyone's still here with us. Um, but I definitely have had enough experiences in the last few years to know that um, ghosts are real. <laughs> yeah. And um, and and I'm thankful for the people out there uh, preserving uh, the spots that holds that house them. You spooked me there for a second, Ray. I, I thought something mm. was going to grab you and pull you out of frame. No, no, no. I, I shut the window. I shut them outside. They're there. All right, cool, cool. That's what I like to do. <laughs> Quick, shut the windows. <laughs> I keep them out. What do you got? Whoa. I heard a voice. I heard like a weird growly voice. Maybe that was Ray getting broken up. Ray's in the pause zone right now. I'm looking to see if I see any faces. I kind of see a face in the shadows behind him in the light. We got feathers going. That looks, uh, is that Buddhist? That, yeah. The statue I dig. Are you down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. I love it. What I made that. We'll do nice. A, we'll, one of these days, we'll do a digital tour of Ray's paranormal layer. You know, we got a lot of more more interactive, you know, stuff coming to the Facebook page. Mostly ghostly Facebook page. We'll have some more lives on there. You'll be seeing Cindy Lou doing her live thing. Some videos sharing some videos. And uh, it'll be good because we can talk about them more when people can see them and really go hand in hand in there type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, share these moments um, with everybody. Uh, these locations are absolutely incredible uh, just for the historic values to them um, and uh, going live and sharing them with everybody. Uh, so everybody needs to go on to Mostly Ghostly Facebook page and like the page. Imagine if we... And, uh, well, definitely go like the Facebook page for sure. 
support mm-hmm. the most ghosts. Listen, listen to as much mostly ghostly as you can. I had a deep, profound question for everybody real quick. What if when you die, when you die, Ted Kennedy style, when you die, you, you're a ghost. That's it. That That's what the afterlife is. So it's literally like you're in your flesh suit. You die. The suit falls down, but you're still that. If you want to think of yourself as kind of like the weird predator thing where you, when, when you see the predator moving around, which is ripples, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Uh, but like, boom, spirit form. And that's just it. You just lose. Death is losing your body. What do you think I think of that? And then you just walk the earth as a ghost. Yeah. We're forever. getting a duality net lectures soon, Matt. We're getting a duality. That's coming, dude. That's coming. That's, pre- that's we're prepping that for the future. We got duality coming in the future. But I know that we, we, we talk about so many different things in, of what af- after death things. And it would be kind of interesting. Uh, it'd probably be kind of gloomy, I feel, but if that was the case, because I don't really, you know, we talk about ghosts not really being an ideal situation. It doesn't feel like uh, a happy one. It could be, but it feels kind of a little lonely, you know, kind of a little cold, you know what I mean? But uh, who's, to, who's to say? Nobody really knows for sure. That, right. to me, it could be one of, it, you can go two ways with it that I like. Mm. I find fun to play with. One is that that's hell. Yeah, it could be. Because suddenly you got no body. Your spirit, you go, it is real. It's, and you're stuck on the earth. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch everything. Yep. And you can't participate. Yeah. Now, now you know there's more, but you're still stuck here. Mm. Now, that's hell. Do you know what limbo is? Yeah, purgatory. You're a type of purgatory. You're in that mm-hmm. situation. And you decide that you are going to try and do good works and help people from there. Word. And then you... And at a certain point, you find those good works accumulate and it changes you and you continue moving on. Mm. The, jer- the jerks are in hell, stuck on earth. Yeah. The others, once they've kind of pulled themselves together and done their, their, their good, good work, move on. I like it. Beautiful. I like it. I like the purgatory vibe. Hell, I think it's a little, we talk, I think hell is like a, like a personal, thing you know what i mean like uh you know we've had people on the show that would say there's no such thing as hell we've had religious people that well people that would say they were religious talk about heaven beautiful place hell no such thing you know what i mean which is weird because you'd think there'd be the yin and the yang if there was one there'd be the other type deal um but yeah i think hell's kind of a mental state where like if you were a jerk as as ray vulgar vulgarly said if you are a jerk then you know you have to <laughs> you have to be stuck knowing that you were you had you had one of the most beautiful things in the world which is life and you spent that time terribly and you kind of have to think about how you kind of all the bad things you've done to people and i think that in the in your your head i think you see those things kind of happen to your loved ones that's what i think hell is it's kind of like if you if you were a really bad person, because realistically you wouldn't care. If you were a bad dude, you wouldn't care about you know any of the hurting stuff. But if you did, if you did, you know the bad the bad things doing 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 them to uh, loved ones or whatever, whether it's cheating them or 
you know, the gauntlet of all the bad things people do to each other, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I think that's kind of it. And even, cause like even, even like the most coldest person in the world, I think there's at least one person that they care about to some degree. So like, even though nobody in the physical world could probably ever get to that person within that bad person's mind, which is maybe the fucking harshest place to be, you would be, you, that person's in your head with you and it's like, you got to witness all the bad things, but I've I've talked about this a million times. This is my big theory. It's one well, of my big theories on death. Consider but, uh, this: there yeah. are cultures, there are cultures and belief systems in the East mm. where you accumulate that. It's not really the same as karma, but basically, you accumulate these bad vibes and these these sins, these bad actions. And when you die, you are cursed, not necessarily forever, but you are cursed to, let's say you did something to your family. Mm-hmm. Okay, You are cursed to watch your family and all the suffering that your bad actions caused them. Yeah. Agreed. I believe in I, that. I think that's it. I think that's like and it. You yeah. have to watch and you're stuck here watching that, watching what you did. And how it hurt these people. Mm. And you have to learn that lesson before you can move on. That and that's is. how you taught that lesson. You thought you were above everything. You're not going anywhere. Here, watch. See that pain they're in? You did that. Mm. That's what I'm saying, and dude. That's you could to stay here. And on, the, mm-hmm. on the very bad ones, we're talking, um, there's one one of them, uh, I forgot what it was. There's uh, really... There's assigned a certain number of reincarnations, actually. You can do certain sort of sins and you have to come back to try, you have to come back and correct it Hmm. and you have to grow. And for really serious ones, we're talking about thousands and thousands of incarnations you're going to be forced to come back for if you Hmm. screw up. The highest one I can think of. Um, and that would be harming or killing a child, uh, severely harming and killing a child. There's a measuring system. It is e- equates to 8.4 million lifetimes uh, before wow. you make up, before you can pay for hurting that child. And it's probably not good. Like, you're not probably not living a celebrity lifestyle. You know what I mean? You're probably living some harsh shit that you don't want to be living. That's what I'd guess. You're learning, you're learning a lesson. Taking that, taking that beating, baby. Taking that beating. More, re- more reason to be good in life. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story, boys and girls. Just be good. Just be good people out there, and then you don't got to worry about yeah. it too much when you're dead. And if you if it's nothing, you know, then worry about. It. But if uh, they start adding stuff up and subtracting when you get up there because of bad deeds, you're gonna wish you were a good boy, good girl. You know what I mean? That's how it goes. So. As usual, this is always a fantastic episode where we have Cynthia Whitney on the show. The third, to the third leg of the show. You know what I mean? It's a very beautiful thing. I know that uh, you'll be introducing, uh, next time out the gate, you'll be introducing a new team to us. You want to give us a little rundown real quick? Of, uh, yeah, we're going to. Lizzie Borden, you get Lizzie Borden introduced you guys. I know that, but yeah. a little deeper. Yeah, Other People's Paranormal, uh, great team. It's grown. Uh, they hit all the hot locations. They have all the great, uh, equipment and they're just like hearts of gold. Uh, these women are thrill seekers and they're the real deal. 
uh, they go into the properties um, uh, with respect, um, and they and they get a lot uh, of feedback from the from the spirits and stuff. So I can't wait to share uh, share their stories with you. I can't wait to meet them and talk about their story. Get a little. I love getting to know the uh, these investigating teams. It's probably one of my favorite things to do because everybody's got so many cool stories of the weird things that made them believe, and I love those stories. And then the stories of once they believe and they go into the wild and start looking for it directly, and the things they find then super interesting stuff. You know what I mean? Always good times. Ray, what do you think? You getting excited? You've met them before, oh, yeah. actually. Yeah, you've met them. Oh yeah, I did. They're a great, uh, great group of people. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the time there. Had to leave so that they could have some more fun with the spirits. <laughs> well, you know that's what you got to do, do you know? You take a hit for the whole team. You're a good man like that. You know. So we hope everybody out there had fun. You know, we had fun, of course, as usual. If you enjoyed this episode, go check out more episodes where you heard this one. Um, numbers are doing great. Thank everybody else out there for giving the numbers, bringing it up. It's always a good deal. Like I said before, check out the Facebook page. We're uh, revamping a little. We're going to start bringing you guys a lot more uh, offerings, interactive stuff, getting inclined and tuned, and uh, finding all types of cool stuff out there. So, hell yeah, we got a Patreon page too, a boombastic streaming. If you want to support the old Patreon page. And uh, if not, then we'll just catch you here for free next time on your favorite paranormal show, Mostly Ghostly. Bye-bye.